everybody, and welcome to a spooky edition of That Was a Hoot. It's not about owls here. An episode about death. And How's the that? afterlife. And the afterlife. Rocco's Whoa. modern afterlife, to be more specific. We're right. about to dive into this uh, is it just a four-issue miniseries, I yep. guess, technically. Uh-huh. Uh, that took place in 2019. 20-19, yes. <laughs> Shad, why don't you tell us a little bit about our first issue? Right on. So, uh, first issue of Rocco's Modern Afterlife came out on April 3rd, 2019. Uh, the credits are created by Joe Murray, of course, written by Anthony Birch, who did not write on the last uh, series that we did, uh, illustrated by Mattia DiMeo. I'm sure I'm butchering that name. Uh, colors by Francesco Sigala and letters by Jim Campbell. Um, so yeah, we got a, a great crew uh, on here. None of which I remember. I feel like the uh, DiMeo, DiMeo, uh, I feel like I remember that name at some point. Maybe he did uh, one of the, you know, on the other series, they had like the back, the pickup stories on the back end. I wonder mm-hmm. if he did one of the art on one of those because that name does sound familiar. Could be. Could. I don't really know for sure. I don't either. All right. So uh, just a little synopsis for this. And then we're going to kind of go page by page and just point out some of the funny things that we we uh, noticed in this issue. So the summary on this is something is turning the good people of O-Town into mindless zombies. And Rocco wants nothing to do with it. He barricades himself and Spunky into their home and is determined to outlast the hordes outside. But dis- but desperate times call for desperate measures. When Rocco's friend Heifer becomes infected, Rocco will have to risk it all to save his friends and his city. Wow. So so big, important uh, stuff. That's right. But we open up with uh, with something about uh, you know Ed's walking around on his phone and he talks about butt feed. I'm reading a butt feed article, which I imagine is Buzzfeed. Buzzfeed, yeah. Uh, in there, and then also. Uh, it's talking about the the six things about O Town or the twenty eight things about O Town that will, uh, what is it, ruining O Town? The uh, twenty eight things ruining O Town. Number six will blow your mind on that. And he yeah, runs. It's a very stereotypical BuzzFeed article yes. from that. Yeah. And he runs into Rocco, and uh, he says, "Do you not use the the people avoid people app?" app. <laughs> And uh, and then we find out that number six is Wallabies is is what is ruining O Town. And then we get uh, a familiar face uh, right. appearing behind Ed uh, to give him a biggity bite. That's right, Chalmers. Chalmers is back to 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 bite. I'm glad that though he's not in the TV canon since he's a newer character that they brought him back for this series. Me too. It's also like a little disappointing because he's not in static cling at all. It would have been kind of neat that to been kind cool. of bring him to like a little bit of a foray. Even if it was just since that was the first time we would be meeting him in a visual medium like that. Yeah. That even if it was just like we're kind of reintroducing that character to them for like the first time in a way. Yeah. It would have been really neat to have him as like a new kind of friend in the friend circle. Yes. And we, we find out Chalmers that is, is biting him. And uh, he's infected. He's infected and it pisses that off to no end. (laughs) And he turns into a zombie. 
He sure does for winning for brains. <laughs> Two weeks since it started, all the people started acting strange. Roads are closed. Officials are asking uh, everyone to stay indoors. And, and uh, all of a sudden, Rocco is zen because nobody's nobody's bugging him. He's just in in his inside, away from everybody, and just at peace. Uh-huh. He doesn't have like the bad luck anymore because he's not running into a bunch of people. Mm-mm. And uh, he's even he's got a quinoa garden, and he's using you know uh, Spunky's poop to fertilize it. And uh, mm. but then Miss Hippo comes to the door. She needs to. She's being chased by the zombies that are out there. And we see that Rocco, uh, he kind of has, he's in a situation and he is definitely going for Rocco instead of for saving the world at this point in time. I like that she does her signature care catchphrase tier as well. Yes. Uh, at the first instance of seeing her backing her way into Rocco's door, trying to force herself into his house. Yes. And you get to see Ed pressing his face up against the, the door in that <laughs> bottom panel there. Yes. So then Rocco calls uh, calls up Heifer uh, to see what he's up to. And Heifer has uh, also been thriving in the quarantine of sorts. But in a different way, he has become a big, I guess, kind of in their world, a Twitch star. Like he's he's streaming and uh, and got a bunch of, of uh, fans while he games and uh, mm-hmm. doesn't really worry about whether his parents are alive or anything. Yeah. I wonder if my family's alive. <laughs> I like that vacant look on his face too. And how much actual like piles of garbage and trash are around him. Yes. Yeah. Cause he's just kind of, he's relying on his subscribers to just send stuff to him. And so they're just like, they're sending him food and everything. So he doesn't even really have to worry about it. And uh, it's also nuts that he's became a Twitch star in the span of just a matter of two weeks at this point. <laughs> Like you would think that, like, oh, surely it's gonna take a lot longer than that for him to be able to make his way, you know, into that. But no, two weeks is about all you need. Yeah, you know, his, sometimes as you far as he up. knows, as, as far as he knows, his parents are just in their bedroom still, have been for the last two weeks. Yes. Yeah, and uh, he he talks about when you when you are um, getting new subscribers, you just you have to give them something funny, and you have to sometimes say something super offensive, like tacos are just crunchy sandwiches. And, uh, you know, some people will get mad about that. <laughs> uh, got, uh, games.tv looks like that's the website that he's uh, streaming on here. You can see the chat. He's talking to Dr. Claw. I'm assuming. Is that a Inspector Gadget reference? As oh, in, like, the Dr. Claw? The Claw, yeah. Looking great. Hef, heart, heart, heart. Or... <laughs> Less than three, whatever oh, you want to call it. Or is Doc? No, that would be Doctor Hutchinson. Would be a probably Doctor Hook. That might, well, I mean, it might be that she might be Doctor Claw, and that's just her chat name. That's true. Yeah, a uh, Doctor Hook would, or you know, whatever. Yeah, Captain Hook. Captain that'd be a better. <laughs> <laughs> but, Daddy uh, Wolf, nineteen fifty-two, just subscribed. <laughs> Heifer has uh, some stuff sent over to Rocco's house from his followers, and uh, we see that there's these little robots that are the future of delivering stuff to your home, which I guess maybe also started in the last two weeks. Uh, they were like, people aren't going to get out of their home. So we have to have delivery robots and we're able to pull that te- technology together. And since this came out in 2019, this, I wonder if this is around the time that we started having the drones doing. Oh yeah. Delivery probably. or like next day, same day delivery for Amazon and stuff. So maybe that's kind of their nod to that. Most definitely. Yeah. And uh, but the drone just goes through Rocco's window and delivers the 
the uh, the box of what is it jelly beans mm-hmm. uh, through the window, and so that leaves yeah, rock. Almost just looks like a can of beans. Well, it says enjoy your jelly beans delivered by the conglomo drone. Oh, uh, but yeah, it's a very jarish. It's a jar of jelly beans, which is weird. Uh, uh, but that that leaves him exposed to the elements and the zombies that are waiting outside. Uh, and he has no idea what to do, and he panics and he grabs the closest thing he can grab, which is packing tape or bu- or bubble wrap and packing tape yeah. from the box that was just delivered of the jelly beans, and tries to hold it against the window. <laughs> and then you see a zombie hand that's poking through its Mister Big head, and he takes a chomp out of Spongy. That's right, and uh, and we see that um, that Rocco is just trying to remain uh, calm through all of this, and. We kind of get this back and forth between Rocco fighting against the zombies that are infiltrating and uh, and Heifer kind of narrating the video game that he's playing that is also it's very action oriented, maybe even a zombie video game at the same time. So it's almost like Heifer is narrating Rocco's scene of dealing with the zombies. Mm-hmm. We see uh, him trying to apologize to Spunky, letting him know that it's going to be okay. He's never going to let any of one of those uh, zombies or things try to touch him again. They try to go for a nice long meditation session again, which is promptly interrupted by another zombie break in. And then, uh, and then while all of that's happening, uh, Heifer decides to, he puts on a, a pre-recorded stream and goes to actually check on his mom and dad to see, what they are what shape they are in which isn't uh isn't good uh yeah we can see that they are zombified as well and uh let's see what we got what does he throw oh that's more beans <laughs> it's the jelly beans he throws it at big head yes big head's still trying to get spunky and uh and he's the one who broke through into Rocco's house we see that he's throwing the jar of jelly beans straight at his brain. Uh, and then also still Heifer is uh, narrating in the background, just like Shad described a little bit ago. And it's basically explaining everything that is currently going on. Uh, you see him grabbing weapons and fighting back just the way that Heifer is narrating for him to do. Uh, throwing a lamp at Shalmer's. Uh, we see that Mississippo did not make it. She got bitten whenever he closed the door, and she's in there trying to get to him as well. And uh, goes at it with, uh, is that a phone? Uh, yeah, that's the the phone, yep. Okay. And he tries to make an escape. And we see after Rocco finds himself safe in the garage, Heifer comes back from checking on his parents. And now Rocco and Heifer are talking on the phone again, and Heifer is uh, covered in bites. He has been uh, bitten, but I, it doesn't look like they've broke skin, uh, but it looks like his parents have been chewing on him uh, as, mm-hmm. as zombied, and Rocco is freaking out that Heifer has been bitten. He's got to finish that pizza for whenever he's a zombie. <laughs> Forgot about uh, that, yeah. We see, we see him uh, frantically dialing uh get another person who is filbert uh who says if this is the feds don't bother tracing the line i got this number encrypted up the wazoo (laughs) (laughs) so he's turned into a panic-stricken uh safe house uh 
I don't really like a post-apocalyptic kind of uh, nut that just has themselves locked up into like a safe room. Yeah, he's got uh, a he's got a map on the wall. He's got a gas mask. He's got a frying pan with eggs in it. Uh, unbroken eggs. Yes. <laughs> he's got rope. He's got a shovel. He's got his computer. He's he's ready to go. He's got a pump of first aid liquid of some kind. I'm not sure what. Is that lotion? It, that's it. Looks like lotion, but it's got a cross on it, <laughs> like it's gonna save him. <laughs> Uh, he's taking a look at the map and trying to help Rocco plan an escape route, basically, to get out to yes. safety. So Rocco beelines it to the garage where he is, then uh, hops into this vehicle. But then the zombies are hot on his tail. He got Chalmers and Mr. Big Head chasing straight after him. And he's got the phone on speakerphone trying to get directions from Filbert to get out. And they And Filbert also mentions that there's uh there's word that there's potentially that hook labs is maybe working on a a cure for this and so we know that rocco is probably going to try to go get heifer and take heifer to hook labs in case there is a a a cure out there and that's the hook showing up which would be dr hutchinson presumably which is different than what was the doctor Dr. claw dr claw i guess so maybe maybe that is just a uh just a a nod towards um inspector gadget doo 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 can i see the art for uh for the next cover yes I'm you want to see it yeah cuz i don't have it oh i got gotcha. you this, this is uh, the... the individual covers on on mine shad has uh what we call floppies flop boys and those are uh actual physical copies of the four issues I have up on my screen uh, the uh, collection of all four together in a trade, uh, and it has them segmented by chapters. So the end of my page has Rocco and Spunky driving off. Yeah. And then there's a page that's kind of a, a purple print with like a little bit of green splatter. And then the next page has a green and purple uh uh, looks like Rocco's shirt, but it's green and purple instead, I guess, because of spooky. Oh, yeah. And uh, it says chapter two, and that's it. So I don't actually get to see the covers. Gotcha. Maybe there's a cover gallery in the back ears or something like that. There uh, might be. But yeah, on the cover of this one, we see uh, Rocco and Filbert and Spunky in a house with the with the door boarded up and a bunch of canned fruits and soups and stuff. And then a bunch of people zombified outside. And we see... In this, the on the cover, we see Dr. Hutchinson as a zombie. We see the Conglomo brothers as zombies. We see Ralph Bighead as a zombie. And we see uh, a slug as a zombie out there. Which did you mean Chameleon brothers? Not What did I say? Conglomo brothers? <laughs> yeah, Chameleon. I was trying to make sure I was <laughs> in the right place. A, that is That is exactly <laughs> what I mean. All right. So issue two uh, came out on May 1st, 2019. And uh, the same credits as last time, created by Joe Murray, written by Anthony Birch, illustrated by Mattia DeMaio, colors by Francesco Sagala, and letters by Jim Campbell. All right. You have a synopsis for this one? Oh, yes, I do. I forgot about that part. Uh, Rocco, it's it's my first time. Uh, Rocco and Spunky. My first time. <laughs> Rocco and Spunky must brave the zombified landscape of O-Town to make it to Filbert's house, who has taken up quite a few odd survivalist habits. People change, or I guess the world changes you. <laughs> the world's a scary place. Makes some men shrink into their shells, but 
Real men. What do real men do? Real men are fearless. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) We see a lot of different characters as he's traveling through town, and we pick up right where we left off with Rocco, uh, with Spunky in the car, panicking, barreling through O-Town. Yes. Um, We see... uh, and I don't know if on the first page, is that supposed to be one of the people from the Choky Chicken that was at the episodes? Not the girl one that uh, Heifer knew, but I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know specifically if it's meant to be any we know person, that the, but the, the pig wart is the, hog the wild pig hog. Is the, yeah. I'm a wild pig. Yeah. <laughs> and then we see the uh, the lizard uh, lounge singer guy. Uh-huh. I can't think of his name right now either but we see a lot of returning characters yeah. as we're as we're barreling through town just trying to get a hold of uh while filbert's navigating them through and uh by far the scariest zombie to me that i think anybody could possibly imagine would be a zombified really really big man yes ripping through the really really big man statue to attack rocco's car <laughs> he thought it was actually uh uh, is a zombie really, really big man? And then he realized it was the movie standee before he witnesses the uh-huh. real zombie one coming through. And he Hulk smashes uh, his car, lifts it, and then chucks him really far away. And then the airbags deploy. So uh, he's forced to get out and uh, flee on foot with Spunky. Uh, and then we see him uh, barreling his way to uh, get to Philbert's uh, trailer. I was struggling yes. to think of what that was called for a second. And he has to buzz in to get to Felbert. And Felbert's like, Rocco, what are you doing here? And uh, he has to let him in. But, uh, and, you know, Felbert is very cautious about that. And we see that the the bottles with the little plus signs look like they're probably hand sanitizer, I guess, at this point uh, from that view. And, uh, and we which see- makes sense because he always turns the page and washes his hands. That's but he can't true. wash his hands really right now. Yeah. Without a steady water supply, so I would assume hand sanitizer is probably going to make for a a good substitute. And as as uh, there are zombies approaching uh, Filbert's house, uh, we finally he finally lets them in based on uh, Spunky's sad sad eyes looking through the camera at him, and uh, and we see that as Rocco is led in the house, that Bev Bighead along with the Chameleon Brothers and some other person that we don't know yet, but will be introduced to later. Uh, are in like this post-apocalyptic kind of biker gang, and they mm-hmm. see that oh, now there's there's live they've got some live ones out there, and then uh, he gets to be welcomed into the man cave, uh, <laughs> making sure that he wasn't followed, even though we know that he was indeed followed. Now uh, he shows him everything that he has. He's got uh, quite a few weapons. Uh, he's got. Uh, I'm trying to think of how to, uh, how to describe it. He's just trying to get uh, what he needs out of him, and then he needs a woman. We see that, that you know, Filbert is, he's very, he's changed a lot about, it kind of seems like his his focus on what is important is just kind of all over the, pa- all over the place. He's like, the world's changed, Rock, and with it, there was a movement I decided to reinvent myself and study the science of manliness. And uh, so he's just become this man's man, or at least he thinks he has. Uh, but Rocco's just like, but we, I need to go save Heifer, and you have a scooter here. Can I borrow your scooter? I don't really care about your manliness. Mm-hmm. 
Many does the uh, butt for Spunky and gives him the sad eyes, and he said that won't work on me anymore, Rocco. I'm a man of logic, not emotions. <laughs> I'm shocked and anxious. <laughs> and then we get a uh, explosion that happens off the side of the house, I'm assuming, because all of a sudden we see Bev and her gang busting through. So then we get a little glimpse of uh, the the four of them that were kind of perched up onto the rooftop there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was clear that Rocco is follow and trying to see it's kind of like a every man for themselves i think they mostly just want everything that filbert's got like his canned goods yes his supplies and everything like that and bev turns on a flamethrower and uh turns out they're all a bunch of gun nuts and stuff too so they start going after him they're throwing anvils and steak knives and uh and hands those uh those wooden mario Mario brothers hammers (laughs) yes and uh and uh filbert comes at him with a crowbar and uh they decide that they're gonna run and uh they hop on the moped and i like uh, i like when uh, <laughs> like this the he's got to be a man and then he looks at the the uh the crowbar he's holding he says wait i got some schmutz here and he <laughs> shines it up real nice before he starts getting ready to want to use it yes and then he he gets ready to go and he goes oh geez i stood up too fast and then he passes out and so, they get Silver so, out of there on the moped, strapping, strapping him down with the remnants of the uh, the seatbelt that uh, was stuck to Rocco whenever he was escaping his yes. car. And he straps him onto the back of the moped, and he's saving him. Uh, they start getting out of there, stopping the moped, so that way they can have kind of a a, a talk about different things. Filbert uh, kind of doesn't really want to do this, and. Uh, saying like you'll have an easier time without me and uh that Rocco's kind of like come on we need your help that uh that image of Rocco up in the top corner uh with his like real pointy ears and he's got that one big purple eye and he's like that's enough that like that's a mm-hmm. a side of Rocco like an image of Rocco we really haven't seen of like this he looks like a like he's he's mean he's a like has this this look that about it looks him. almost like artwork that i would see from the gorillas like it looks like the murdoch character the, yeah. the bass player that kind of looks like uh-huh. a zombie kind of looks like a like something that somebody would have drawn for them absolutely and uh and we see that uh you know filberts wants wants to leave it wants to move on past them and uh really really big man shows up to to get uh get at filbert and Filbert uh goes to to swing at him with the stake this uh paddle with a nail on it and cuts off really really big head man's uh, really really big head <laughs> really really big man's head and we see that Rocco is uh kind of doing something to boost Filbert's confidence he's got the little cutout of really really big man and has uh cut off his lets his head get cut off and squishes out a ketchup bottle to show that there's blood. This is one of those moments that also makes me really wish that we could have uh, a a like a a movie version of these comics yes. brought into. Yes, you want to see that? Oh, well, I want to see that, but I also want to hear Rocco doing an impersonation <laughs> of really really big man, but in the Rocco voice. I'm like, oh my beautiful head, there are so much blood. <laughs> and he squirts yeah. out the ketchup and shit. I, right. I would love to be able to see that. Yes. And uh, so, you know, with with Filbert's regaining his confidence, he's ready to go with Rocco and uh, they're ready to roll out. So Filbert takes the 
takes the he says <laughs> Philbert says I'm a hardcore bad boy uh and uh or you need a hardcore bad boy to watch your back and I'm the hardcore bad boy in question <laughs> I like that he ends up somehow seemingly putting on a fedora that then disappears in the next panel but then is back at the bottom panel yes it's a trilby it's a it's a it's a he he corrects Rocco earlier when he's like mm-hmm. there's a hat and he goes it's a trilby uh specifically but now now Philbert yes he there's some little inconsistencies on whether or not he's wearing the hats. <laughs> uh, but then we get the final panel. Uh, we go down to where they're in front of Heifer's house. And they open up the door to turn and see Heifer opening his giant maw. You can't see his eyes or anything, but you see he's covered in the little nut- nibble marks that the mom and pop wolf made all over him. And it says, we're too late. Dun, dun, dun. We'll dramatic revert <laughs> we'll have to pick up on uh on that on the next episode see what yeah. happens i think that uh zomba day is a very dangerous day this has been ifnz production yeah.